everybody, and uh, welcome back to another exciting episode of Indie Corner Radio. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody, and I've got an awesome show for you guys. Uh, first off, we have the uh, director, uh, Chad Rick um, Whitmire. Man, that name is like, it was hard to like say all of us, you know, through all the way through, but uh, I, I, thankfully got I got it. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing, Chad Rick? I'm doing great. Great. Uh, you doing okay? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. Um, and we've got his DP here, uh, Johnny Ray. How are you doing, Johnny? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing fantastic. So um, I'm really excited to like dive into this, but I always, always love to like know sort of how how it all started. Like what, like where did you guys, not just where did you guys meet, but like were, were you guys doing stuff before working together? And if so, what was it? Um, I guess I'll ask Chad first and Chadrick first and then uh, I guess Johnny. Okay, uh, so basically it all started from me taking acting classes again and I started taking acting and I was kind of painting at the time but I really wasn't that great of a painter but it got me back into writing and how the series started was uh oh well let me backtrack I made a horrible movie called Barnes Funeral Home and I saw uh, that on your IMDb (laughs) (laughs) yeah I made a horrible movie called uh Barnes Funeral Home and um I basically wanted to keep doing more. And uh, I met this guy, Alex, at a screening event that we were doing, that the, the guy named Michael was doing. And uh, one day he was like, write something for me. Because uh, I tend to get stereotypical roles. He said, I want to do something a little bit different. And uh, so I wrote this script called uh, Changing Malcolm. And it was meant to be just uh, just a short film. And then it kind of turned into a series. So we're making seven of them. We've got four made already. And um, I'm wanting, toward the end of the year, I plan on starting to write a feature because I'm writing features right now, a couple that I'm doing. And um, I want to write a feature for Malcolm. Awesome. So, okay. Now, I was actually just talking to Johnny beforehand um, about this, but what I really like about it is it's like a series of different short films, like 10 minute shorts. But if you like added them all together, almost you could make a feature if you get made like eight of them, you know? Oh uh, yeah, it could, definitely. It could be like its own feature film so that you could sell at like conventions and stuff. And I think that right there is like the coolest thing, you know, being able to go out there and make your own movie like that. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. So that me and Alex uh, met and, he and Johnny met through a mutual friend of ours and um, we worked together on chasing out like I really like this guy and he and he does really good work so I was like I won't take this journey with us into the Malcolm world so he you guys did not work together on changing Malcolm right no we didn't okay uh did you have another DP or did you do it yourself it was another DP. His name was uh, Chris Jeffries. Cool. So, all right. Well, there you go. So you decided to go with a with a different look, and you can. I think you can kind of tell. I mean, a little bit. You know, everybody's got their own style and uh, yeah. look. But I didn't. I didn't notice anything like different as far as you know anything else. So I thought it looked great. Um, so Johnny, so with that, so that's how that started. But did you were you uh, DPing before then, and um, like how did you get started? Well, um, I've always been a lover of film. You know, I like all sorts of film. You know, ranging back from you know silent films um, and like Charlie Chaplin, and I, I, I always enjoy. I like. Uh, I think it was one of my favorite monologues is where Chaplin does like. I think it's called the great dictator speech. Mm. One of my favorite speeches. And, um, but uh, I I started going to school at Full Sail. um, And I started actually in computer animation because I wanted to be like do compositing and visual effects and stuff. And they, they teach you a little bit, they teach you quite a bit about 3D modeling and, 
and everything. And I basically said a little bit more than halfway through that program, I was like, you know what? I don't want to sit in front of a, sit behind a computer all day. So I, I love film. I went, changed my program to cinematography and never looked back. And, but I gained a lot of knowledge for, you know, visual effects and 3D modeling through the computer animation that I can utilize, you know, later on down the road if I, if I choose. Um, but, you know, I did a lot of, uh, I guess, school projects and um, graduated from Full Sail in July of last year. And that's basically, I can't remember exactly when, when it was we done Chasing Malcolm, but uh, mostly the only thing that I had ever done with, you know, narrative filmmaking was just school projects. And um, the, I mean, I've been writing several different little projects, personal projects of mine that I would like to come to fruition. It's just, you know, with Malcolm and me and Chadwick just got through filming um, another, uh, basically the story I came up with and he put it into a script, changed some stuff around, and we filmed it all with an iPhone 13 Pro Max. <laughs> That's and, awesome. Yeah, and um, and I'm currently in it's in currently post production mode right now. Um, so I'm getting ready to start editing it. Just been really busy. Um, it's called the Betrayal. So keep an eye out on that as well. If you if you follow Chadwick's uh, Facebook um, YouTube page. Um, or anything, just, you know, be, keep an eye on it. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to posting that and finishing that up. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's been, a, it's been a journey and something that I would, that I would say that has been, uh, I guess it's, it's made a big impact in my life. You know, I mean, if it wasn't for filmmaking and, and stuff with Chad, you know, I mean, I'm just, he's a, he's, he's definitely a big blessing. So. That's great. Um, it's awesome when you find somebody you can work with um, constantly. Yeah. Um, so you said in full seal, you changed your, you know, major to, uh, to uh, care, uh, cinematography. Uh, yeah. What has been like sort of the, the best lesson that you've learned from those classes? The best lesson that I've learned from those classes is that you learn something new every time you film and something not everything is going to go according to plan um they they told us that from the very very beginning i uh, had a lot of professors um in the classes saying that you know you've got to have a plan b and then you know you got to have even have a plan c just in case plan b doesn't work out so you know you know i mean but um i mean i learned a lot and i mean i wish i knew i wish i, I could have I wish I could have basically been there at the, um, at the campus. Um, but they only offered cinematography online. So, I mean, there's that, but, uh, but I definitely learned, I definitely learned a lot. And I've actually learned, I think you, you learn more in the real world industry than you do, than you can really in a classroom. The classroom can give you your basics, but you know, you learn more you know, doing rather than just reading and, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, so you guys have been making movies during basically the pandemic too. Um, Chadrick, um, what, like, do, uh, was there a lot of problems with doing stuff uh, during the pandemic or was it easier because of anything? Uh, I mean, I just thought, I just, I didn't think about, the pandemic i tried not to dwell on that but um that's when i started um kind of getting into acting again and then and then writing um was during the pandemic and i was like i'm gonna make a movie and everything kind of started from there but it didn't really affect, uh anything like the actors were fine and we had masks for them everything like that yeah they wanted it but um, it didn't really think it didn't really impact anything that much. Not with the independent world that I'm aware of. 
Yeah, it's sort of it's sort of different when you're sort of making your own movie, you know, like it's it's a different beast because you can kind of control, you know, if if you had like um uh you know like was the unions on your ass, you know, like things might be a little bit different. But like when you're doing it yourself, you're just taking precautions and you're you're not, you know, worried about, you know, getting shut down or something, you know, because of making your own movie, you know. Unless yeah. somebody can't make it or something because they have COVID, you know, that kind of That's thing. True. That happens. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, I guess, you know, where did the, um, where did the conception for Malcolm really come? Like when you, when I know you said you were thinking of something for Alex, but like, where was it where you were like, I want to do sort of a, you know, the, kind of in the mind of a serial killer kind of thing because it kind of reminds me of like a, a serial killer version of venom you know like it's, it's sort of like his brain talking to him the whole time um and it's schizophrenia but um can you go a little bit through that uh yeah um well my process is i sometimes i have an idea and i sit down and write but this time i sit, i sat down and started writing and i was like well, I knew I wanted it to be like a horror thriller because that's pretty I like to write the most. And uh, how am I going to start this out? And then I was like trying to figure out what I had to work with. Like, I know I got Alex and I know we can figure it out how to make this movie. But where do I go? And I just went and did and I was like, Malcolm, that just kind of came to me like like the name. And after it came to me for, with a name, I was like, let me, let me turn this guy into, a, not, not turn him into a friend that I know, but a friend of mine had been experiencing issues with his schizophrenia and it kind of gave me an idea. Uh, so I kind of went with that. So it was kind of based off of a friend of mine, uh, not things that he had told me per se, but um just different times where he told me this was like talking to him and stuff like that. Uh, I'm going to have a voice talking to him. And I just worked with what I I had and went from there. Yeah. I, um, I have a friend who has a schizophrenia too. I haven't chatted with her in a while. And uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where um, the things they tell you sometimes are, you know, little out there you know and you're just like i could turn this into a movie but i'm I'm always afraid because i don't want her to like get mad <laughs> you know like oh man you stole that from me you know um took that idea from my head <laughs> oh no um he actually came to my to the first uh the first film and um everything went good with that he uh came to visit the set awesome so he, he likes the movie yeah, he likes it a lot. Yeah, that's good. Um, so, Johnny, um, like w- when you started working with uh, Chadwick on this uh, projects, on these projects, uh, what, like, how easy was it to like work together? You know, as oh. you know, <laughs> yeah. working with working with Chadwick and Alex Chavo is is like. You know, you're not just working with, you know, people that are like, you're working with people that are like-minded and that just love film, but um, they're like, you know, it's like working with just, I mean, you're working with best friends. You know, you you all sort of like, there's a lot of uh, flowing and we feed off of each other's energy. And and that's that's the great thing about working with Chad and Alex and anybody else that we're working with, like the two, the two gentlemen that have played the officers, um, uh, and anybody else that has has you know come and come and uh, been participated in the production, but um, it's always we've always gotten along. There's never been really any head clashing um, or any kind of disagreements. We've you know it's it's been a, it's been a great experience, and. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say those those officers are awesome. I, yes. I have a lot of fun like watching them together. Uh, you know, uh, Willie was, and Joel are great. Yep. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Chadwick, how did you cast them? How did you cast everybody, I guess? Oh, gosh. Uh, basically, I had, uh, well, originally just cast Alex. Um, and then I had the shadow man in, that that had the mask and the long hair. And the, I cast him. I just put a um, casting notice out, like on an Atlanta production or something. And uh, he came. That was Tony Holtz. Um, He's also the guy that's in the bathtub in Chasey Malcolm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all over him. Um, but um, Willie and Joel, I actually had cast this one guy as as the uh, for Willie um, or for Detective Harrelson is his name. I had uh, cast somebody and then they couldn't do it. And then they suggested to me Willie. And I was like, okay. So we talked and everything. And I was like, cool. And I'd been seeing Joel uh, Rogers. I'd been seeing him uh, through, he was on my Facebook and I'd been seeing him through the timeline and everything he was posting and all. And then I just sent him a message and asked him if he would like the part because I really liked, you know, what he does. So that's how he got cast. And in uh, Catching Malcolm, uh, Tim, uh, which was the uh, officer Cho, he um, Alex cast him and uh, Ford also because they had been in another movie called Enzo that Alex had done, and uh, that's how we got them. Awesome. Um, so you know these movies are ten minutes long. How long does it generally take to to uh, like film them? um six hours maybe yeah about six hours that's what i was gonna say so you just it just takes one day to film one short basically yes you know that's awesome because a lot of times it would take somebody uh well no for 10 minutes that's generally you know i don't know yeah that that's about right you know depending on how many scenes you need to shoot and everything um so yeah well that's great so you guys shoot like one a day like that's pretty good have four yeah. four days and four four shorts you know right yeah we like four. to yeah, we like to keep it simple too you know make sure that you know it's we're not having to go to different different locations to mm-hmm. to shoot you know for different scenes it's just basically all in one all in one location well there you go um is there a uh like so are you going to continue this or is this is that was that it so far we're going to make three more three more and then then the feature and then the future there you go you're going to continue it um so i'm really big into like um cinematic universes and stuff like creating and a lot of that uh is a is a part of like what's known as transmedia are you guys familiar with this I've heard that I've heard that transmedia. I've heard of it, but I never really knew what it was. Somebody somebody had mentioned it in passing something, but I didn't really know what transmedia was. I know what cinematic universes are, right. but you know, like the DCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and all that stuff. So I mean, um, but yeah, I've never heard it basically portrayed as transmedia. Right. Uh, Chadwick, are you familiar with that phrase? Uh, no, I'm not. Okay. Well, transmedia is basically uh, is a little different than multimedia. Multimedia would be like if uh, you did a Harry Potter book and you were like Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, then you made a Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone video game that like followed the book. Media. Exactly. You know, so that's multimedia, which just means the same media, you know, uh, multiple, pro- you know, multiple medias you know or whatever um and you know uh instead of a a book it's a it's a video game or a movie or whatever and they're but they all have the same story uh transmedia is a different storyline throughout the different media so like say you guys you know when you guys mentioned that uh you know you're doing the shorts then that's a that's its own media right there 
then you guys are doing a feature. That's its own media right there. Uh, but and it's a different story, you know, right? It's not the same. You're not going to just redo the shorts into a, um, you know, into a feature. You're actually creating a whole brand new story that continues the thing. So in a way, you guys are continuing to do that. If you guys uh, also continue to do it, you would do like maybe TikTok videos that had Malcolm pop up places or something, you know. But that's, you know, a lot of that is what sort of the world, like independent filmmaking and uh, and Hollywood is doing these days. And sort of, I, I sort of love that hearing that other independent filmmakers are out there making that, you know, doing it that way. Even if you don't realize you're doing transmedia in a way. Yeah, that just, gave me, a lot of, that just gave me a lot of ideas, actually. <laughs> See, I mean, that's that's sort of how I am. I'm always constantly working on like things like that because I don't I, I've loved like TGIF and you know SNCC or whatever when things crossed over, you know, to different uh you know uh like one show somebody would cross over that would be from another show, you know what I mean? Like things right. like oh, that. Yeah, always, yeah, yeah. That's also part of transmedia is just like the spin-offs and the um crossing over and, and things uh law and order special victims unit does all that stuff you know all that you know um and i love that um so i love what you guys are doing because to me that's that's right there that's just pure independent fun you know oh it is it's it's very it's you know i'm if one day i become you know very wealthy from you know what what i do you know with narrative filmmaking then then so be it but i don't do it you know, for money, I do it for the passion of storytelling. So, um, and it's not just, you know, uh, cinematography that I enjoy. I want to participate in directing. I, I remember taking the directing class in, in school and that was, that, was a, that was a lot of fun, learning about directing and, and all that stuff. So um, I definitely want to do that. And um, I actually have a chance to do it. Um, me and the gentleman that plays Malcolm, Alex Chavo, he, me and him are, you know, working together and uh, creating a Star Wars fan film. And, awesome. Yeah. So that, that also goes into the whole trans media too, because it's a different, it's, it's sort of like, you know, I mean, you can only do so much with Star Wars you can't make any money off of it. You can't use so much, so, so, so certain things from the intellectual property from Star Wars, but you can, you know, just as long as you post it on there that this is a fan film, you can create your own stories in well, the Star Wars universe. And Star Wars, the app actually has fan films. So they do celebrate other people making their movies and stuff which right. not a lot of properties not even marvel does not like other people doing it you know i have or not whatever. seen yeah i have not seen any marvel mcu fan films i really haven't they really yeah. aren't allowed um and i mean not not allowed they really shouldn't but they there are people who do that um i'm i'm not a uh i'm not a fan of fan films you know myself personally just because um i feel like um like nowadays people are making like feature length fan films and i'm like what uh you know like in a way kind of what a what a waste of time just make you know just change jason to something else you know or whatever because yeah i've seen that i've seen a uh friday the 13th fan and it was quite it was quite long and i'm like keep it short keep it sweet you know, you don't necessarily need, you know, J- everybody knows Jason. So, I mean. Right. Well, I mean, it's it's cool if you can do it, you know, or whatever. If you want to make it, you know, go ahead. But just like, to me, it's just a kind of a waste of time and money because, uh, you know, if you, but that's how they get the money is they say, uh, we're making a fan film of, of Jason. Then people give them the money to do it or whatever. Then, you know, because they want to be a part of the fan you know mm-hmm. of jason having their name on a jason property but it, it's the problem of like you're you're not going to be able you're technically not allowed to sell that you know and yeah. that's you know and with you guys making the malcolm series 
in a way. Um, it, it's sort of like it's a thing where one day maybe people will be making Malcolm fan films, you know? That would that, be cool. Right? You know, <laughs> Rich Edrick, like you'd like that, right? Um, oh, yeah. But see, that's the thing. Like when you create an original property, intellectual property, IP, you are basically creating, you know, something that other people can look at as, you know, like you uh, wanting to do Star Wars uh, fan film. Other people would look at that and go, wow, this is really cool. I would like to be, you know, I would like to throw my hat in the rink and, you know, you know, whatever and do a, a fan film for fun, you know. In fact, that's even something you guys can eventually later on one day say, hey, if you guys make one of those, we'll put it in the DVD, you know, and right. stuff, you know, and people, uh, fans love that stuff, you know, um, and whatnot, you know, Hel helping out uh, the, the company. So um, now, after, so those are the main things, but I heard Chadrick, you say you were working on other features too. You're, you got your hat in the rink on other... Uh, you know, projects? Yeah, I've got two other ones. Uh, basically, one of them is called Miss Blackwell Comes Home. Uh, it's about a woman that gets out of prison and then has to deal with life. Oh, and it's like it's a, a drama? Of, it is. It's a change of pace versus what I normally write. <laughs> um, but uh, the other one, um, I'm the title, but uh, it's called, right now it's called The Man They Call the Butcher. But uh, I'm going to shorten that down with something else because uh, now that I've started writing it, I've written about different aspects of it. And it's not just about what I originally had planned it to be about. I switched some things around. And uh, it's about a small town crime organization. And it's got horror elements in it. Awesome. So that's, wow. So uh, basically a crime uh, horror. Crime horror. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, those that's pretty cool uh i love a uh, blending of genres in a way you know um that's uh amazing um so and you guys said you guys worked on a project that was an apple uh you know uh, it, like it, on your phone yeah, yeah. um I, I was actually working at a part store and you know my mind is always going my mind is always coming up with different scenarios different stories have a, have a wild imagination. So I came up with this story about basically it's, it was dubbed the betrayal, you know, when um, Chadwick started writing it. But I came up with the concept of it while working at a, at a parts store. And it's basically about a, a married couple. Uh, the, woman, the wife is, you know, she's unhappily, happily married. Basically, there's problems basically in she loves the husband but the husband doesn't love her and basically wants to kill her off just get rid of her so he hires a hitman to do so nice so, uh, yeah those are always fun yeah no. when i when oh. i envisioned when i envisioned it and came up with the concept my version of it was that she goes basically hiking trail running and the, the hiker go the the uh, hitman goes along and um, she ends up hurting herself and he ends up basically realizing that hey this person I know and um, and basically from his past um, and or falls in love with her while trying to help her because she hurts herself and they end up killing the uh, off the husband but um but uh yeah so and then i gave i gave the reins of writing the actual the actual short film to to chadrick and he done a really great job what he came up with was was really good and i really enjoyed it. and that's what we that's what we filmed so when is that coming out <sighs> i would say by no later than um mid July to end July. I want to say I want to go ahead and put a put a time frame on it, on it, you know, just say I'm going to have it done by then. So okay, so you edit as well as I'm going uh, to edit it, yes. Okay. Cool. And do you edit the other ones too as well or uh Chase uh catching Malcolm, I 
did not edit because my computer just went and um so and then it was paste i did the rough i got as far as roughing it out and then it was handed off to somebody else to edit it and um but every other one other than the first one that i didn't work on i edited nice good i i love hearing that like i love hearing people uh go out there and uh edit and and dp and all that i can't I'm not very good at editing, but I do have editing software on my phone. You know, that's yeah. actually not too bad. You know, well, um, I, I can recommend something for you that's not uh, computer or PC um, heavy. It doesn't require a whole lot of stuff, and that's DaVinci Resolve. What's it called? DaVinci Resolve. DaVinci Resolve, yes, and it's basically Black Magic um, editing software, um, and it's free. It's free software, software, completely free. It's got basically all in one. You can do your linear editing. You can do your uh, sound. You can do your uh, visual effects, motion graphics in it. And it's, it's a great program. And if you buy like one of their cameras, you get the studio version, which is, it does cost something. And the studio version has a little bit extra things with it. Um, but it, it you get it for free so with if you buy a camera i'm not i'm gonna write that down right now i do not want to forget that davinci resolve yes All right. if you have ipad if you have an ipad um or anything luma fusion is also good too for ipad yeah i have a uh, mac stuff everywhere so um, luma fusion is actually a good program awesome and well, it's not it's not very expensive either how do you spell that luma luma fusion L-U-M-A-F-U-S-I-O-N. Okay, LumaFusion. Awesome. All right. See, I'm learning shit now. And, you know, other (laughs) people out there hopefully will, you know, know if you want to check that out. I mean, because, like, literally my friends and I, uh, like, my my normal co-host for a lot of my stuff that I do, Paul, and I've been talking about, like, we want to get back out and just do stuff you know and Mm -hmm. so when i saw your guys films i was like that's pretty awesome you know this feels like very much out there just making short films and just getting them done and out there and sometimes for me it's just sometimes just the hardest part is just getting people motivated to do other you know to do stuff other than you know so right I i love to see other filmmakers out there that just get together and and go and make shit yeah, I want to I want to write something and direct it, but I want Chadwick to be my DP because <laughs> I need him. Role reversal. Yes. We've we've talked about this and I told him I'm more than willing and more than happy to show him the ropes of camera work working a camera, um, you know, everything about cinematography and lighting. Um, now that's one of the things that I really, really uh, wanted to work on. Um, with more with more vert with more episodes of Malcolm was doing setting the mood more with lighting because with uh, catching with chasing Malcolm uh, it was just basically you're in an apartment not really a whole lot you can do with with a lot of lighting because it's more natural be, lighting yeah it's yeah. more like you know you see you're you're just seeing what's going on during the day and whatever um, so but with uh, catching Malcolm, the same thing. Night we had a night scene, and we also had you know some scenes you know at night in the house and stuff, you know. But I really got to work with the uh, with more lighting on the I guess interrogating or confessing Malcolm, and you know I made I tried to make it seem a little bit more, put, try to put a little bit more contrast in the lighting on the, on that episode. Awesome. Um. Yeah, so my uh, my buddy has like a, uh, a you know photo camera, you know, kind of thing, mm-hmm. but it actually does film in mm-hmm. you know um, HD, you know, and everything. Right. Not 4K, but it's yeah, you know, I mean, as you know, it's 1080 HD. P, yeah, 1080p is fine. I mean, there's there's you don't necessarily need 4K. Um, I mean, a lot of people still don't have 4K TVs. Um, 
Right. And, you know, just showing 1080p is just fine. You know, I mean, the, the video quality, you know, the most important thing about filmmaking mostly is the most important thing is your sound. Sound is, sound is key. Uh, do you what, recommend anything specific? For what? For what? For sound. Uh, you definitely want a boom mic. I actually recently learned how to hide lav mics a lot better. And you'll be surprised how often lav mics are used on feature films, like big, big budget films. Um, they, they hide them very, very well, you know, either within props or, or they hide them on the, on the actors themselves, the talent. And you won't even know that they have lav mics on, but yeah. a good <laughs> microphone, a good microphone, a good field recorder, either 24 or 32 bit. Um, and just make sure you have a good, a good boom mic operator that, um, well, we that do knows, that knows what he does yeah we do but he doesn't have the equipment we usually borrow from my dp so sometimes my dp is out of town or you right. know not available and so we're, we're thinking if we can just shoot our own stuff but we got to get we got to figure out how to get some uh audio equipment you know well, for them the big issue the big issue that i've had with uh with sound incorporating the sound sound files from from the um from the field recorder that he uses is that it just sometimes sounds too uh it sounds too low sometimes but but there's a lot of compression that goes on and i don't know a whole lot about sound engineering and stuff so uh um what i start what i did is i went out and just got something that i can hook up straight to my camera and it just records it, it will i can hook up the boom mic straight to my camera and won't have to worry about um basically syncing up separate audio. Yep. All right. Um, so Chadrick, uh, is there anything like that you've learned as a director that you feel like you should let other, you know, indie filmmakers know how to, what to do? Um, the best advice I, or I can say that what I've learned the most is, well, number one, for me not to work the camera. <laughs> but uh, let's see. What have I learned? Probably that every, everybody's different and everybody um, – let me try and get this right. I'm, I got this in my head, but trying to say this out loud is giving me trouble. <laughs> um, basically, don't be scared to collaborate with other people um and listen to their ideas because it might be better than yours hmm. that's probably that's probably the best thing i could say because we do a lot of collaborating and yes. it works and it just it just flows uh better that way so yeah. if you can just uh do that that would be great amazing that's that's great because yeah. when you can find open. those people yeah when you can find those people too that you like completely get what you're doing you know that's that's also really good because sometimes it's hard to find those people you know um yeah, yeah. everybody has their ideas of what they want to do and sometimes it's different than what you yourself want to do you know yeah chadrick's always open-minded he's always been an open you know an open book you know we've always we always me and alex always pour ideas into his brain and he's just like you know what that sounds that actually sounds right that sounds better and he's and he says let's go with that but has there ever been times where he has to put his foot down because you know he he feels something's different i mean than... i mean all it never hurts to ask about you know throwing ideas or anything but if he's adamant about doing something the way he wants it done he just says no i want to go i want to do this and we're always like okay that's cool so there you go all right because you know sometimes there are there are filmmakers that you know, like I know you probably, I bet the DP uh, of uh, Quinn Tarantino doesn't tell him anything. He just does what Tarantino wants, you know, specifically. Well, I, I, would, I would think, well, could be because when you're a director of photography, you're a director as well. You're, I mean, you're not just, you know, just a camera operator. You're, I mean, you're part of the directors. I mean, you're basically, I mean, you're pretty high up on the totem pole. In a, in a production so uh i mean I, I wouldn't doubt that 
Tarantino um, listens to his DP. You know, when he says, okay, I think we need it. You have this idea about a camera angle and how you storyboarded it, but I think this will look better and flow more for flow better for the story. And, you know, I mean, Tarantino seems like he is open to suggestion like that. I mean, yeah, probably. He's a I mean, Tarantino is a creative genius. So, I mean, I, in my opinion, I love Tarantino. Yeah, I do too. So that's why I used him as a thing, but I'm, I like, well, I know for, for certain nobody's allowed to change his dialogue, you know, oh, or whatever, yeah. Yeah. you know, touch his dialogue. But, you know, as far as uh, camera work, I mean, I know like I'm also a big fan of Kevin Smith. And uh, Kevin Smith's yeah. always talked about how he doesn't view himself as a visual director. So he lets his camera people, you know, do their job. And then well, he yeah. just lets the, you know, he doesn't do that. So, well, there's two, I think there's two types of directors. There's a technical director and then there's a, the creative director. Are you going to be, are you the type of director that, you know, knows how to do this and this and this? And, or are you a creative director? And you, 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 you basically associate more with the creativity of what's going on, the creative juices of everybody, or actually you could be a combination of both, you know? Um, I mean, me, I actually tried out acting and I actually went to casting calls um, and I was told that I have a lot of raw natural talent. And when it comes to acting, um, because I've done a lot of tabletop role playing and, and, you know, just, you know, a lot of playing around when I was a kid. So make believe and quote unquote, but, um, but I do need some traditional, you know, I guess training as well, just like Chadwick has got, he, he, he actually has traditional, some, some traditional training as well. So. Yeah, Chadrick, you said you uh, you did some acting too. Like that's how you got into a lot of this. Is you went to acting classes? Uh, yeah, I went to acting. <clears throat> excuse me, I went to acting classes um, in the next town over, in a place called Buford at the actor scene, and um, I did their thing and went through their showcase and everything. And um, I haven't gone back uh, since I basically had started doing that I started writing and I started acting a little bit just doing some independent film stuff and um I was in a little part in a movie called by any means um I've done uh it's on my IMDb right. I don't even remember no place to rest you, you also did uh you also did the cop show thing didn't you oh yeah uh I'm Atlanta's Ugly is what it's called. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, Atlanta's Ugly. I actually got a new that one. I'm actually taking a step back from, from acting because I want to focus all my time on writing. And uh, But I've kind of told them that I would do Atlanta's Ugly. So uh, I just got a script for that a couple weeks ago. And I'm looking forward to getting back together with uh, Daniel Myers and this lady named Smiley. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that, but I'm not actively looking for jobs anymore, looking for acting yeah. work. Honestly, I'm the same way because I do acting as well, but I'm not, you know, that's not what I really want to do. It's kind of my last, you know, it's, it's the last of all the things that I do, you know, like if, mm -hmm. if somebody did offer me a role up in uh, New York uh, recently and I just can't make it up there, you know, or whatever. And I have to, turn it down which really sucks because you know i would like to go up there and just act in something you know like that's kind of fun but it's it's a matter of like you know i've got to i've got to be careful about you know stuff and i bet uh johnny you're you just saying something uh there oh yeah chadrick's i mean i got chad chadrick uh sort of cast as a as a main um as a main character in my in, in my web series that i'm writing right now and he's agreed to do it and i hope he still want he still you know agrees i'm still gonna to do, do it i gave yeah, you okay. my word i was gonna do it okay because this is <laughs> this is gonna be a big thing for me and it's just something i've been working on brainstorming on how i'm going to do it and some and it can turn into multiple seasons you know and we'll see how we'll see how it goes 
he was like, this is news to me that he's quitting the acting business. Uh-oh. No, no, no. I'm joking. He's taking a step, step back. And I, and I sort of had a feeling, you know, because I haven't heard him do much, uh, talk much about it on Facebook about acting. Um, and I kind of thought maybe he's just going to, you know, just concentrate on, on writing. And lo and behold, he posted about it. And so. Awesome. That's great. I love it. Um, so I, I love that you guys are out there making these movies and putting them up on YouTube uh, for people to see and everything. Uh, what is your guys' uh, YouTube channels? I do not. I have a regular YouTube channel that I means just a YouTube channel, but I don't have a professional YouTube channel as, as of yet. Okay. Uh, how about you, Chadrick? Uh, I've got one, but all the Malcolm episodes are on Alex's. I've got a couple episodes on mine. Um, and it's just Chadrick Whitmire. Um, on Alex Javo, uh, Alex and then J-A-V-O, you can find all the Malcolm episodes on there. Yeah, and you awesome. should also definitely check out his, his short film, um, Enzo. 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 Enzo is, is, is insane. He, he's won, like, Best Actor Awards for that. And, and I mean, he's won that, 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 that short film has won awards. So is Enzo's, uh, Enzo, is that uh, Alex's? Uh, Alex's uh, baby. That's Alex's yeah. baby, yep. There you go. So that's awesome that you guys all hooked up. I know um, Alex is busy, so he wasn't able to join us, but, you know, um, maybe at some point uh, he'll hear this and be like, oh, I'll, I'll come check her out, you know. Yeah. Um, I'll come chat because, uh, you know, maybe after all the Malcolm stuff is done. That's what I was we'll about to, come- that's what I was about to say. Maybe um, when we wrap on Malcolm, the, the seventh episode, maybe we can all get, maybe we can all come on and be a guest yeah. on your, on your, I've had a lot of fun talking to you. Oh, thank you. I had a lot of fun too. I always have fun. I, this is what I do. This is what I do for fun. You know, um, I, I chat with other filmmakers and, uh, uh, I, I've been doing this since 2006, so like this isn't you know like, new. What got to you me. started? What what got you started with doing this? Uh, literally, uh, what got me started was I interviewed somebody as a on somebody else's podcast as like a joke kind of thing, you know. And people mm-hmm. told me, you know, to start my own, and yeah. I said, all right. And I, I really wanted to be a filmmaker. I didn't want to be a podcaster and no idea like anything about podcasting, but you well, know, I mean, there you if, go. If, if you want to collaborate and work together, I'm sure that, you know, me and Chad both would be, would, would love to work with you. Sure. I'm always, I'm always down for collaborations and, and whatnot. So we'll definitely chat more after, you know, after this is out and everything. And, uh, and I definitely can't wait to like finish the series, like you know, and and see the feature when you guys make that, because that just sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, that's going to be that's definitely going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to what what Chadrick comes up with, what Chadrick and Alex <laughs> both come up with, because they both they both have participated in and contributed writing for Malcolm. So that is amazing. Well, thank you guys so much, and everybody. Um, I guess, uh, how can people reach you guys? You could actually reach me um, at movingforwardproductions20 at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, how about you, Chadrick? And then I've got chadrickfilms at gmail.com. That's what I like everybody to. Can you, can you repeat? Yeah, can you, repeat you kind, that, of, kind of messed up for a second. So, Chadrick Whip at gmail.com there, there, there it does there, it, it messed <laughs> it's, up again it was, so it's, is it chadrick well, it's, whitmore films no, chadrick chadrick whitmire films whitmire. okay at gmail at gmail okay awesome so people can come check out your uh stuff i don't know why i kept doing that it's just it did. Like, <laughs> it's on the last twice. name too on the last name <laughs> both times it just uh kept uh i don't know uh there was a freeze for a second you know um, uh, I've, I've got an Instagram. It's at Whitmire Chadrick. There you go. That didn't freeze at all. So there you go. We got that. Uh, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. This has been amazing. Uh, very, a lot of, uh, you know, um, inspirational stuff. I'm hoping that just like you guys, I'm hoping more people go out and uh, go make movies, you know, 
like don't want people yeah we definitely want people to go out there and pursue their passion and because i mean it's 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 definitely you know it's better than going out here and causing a lot of trouble but i mean um but yeah i mean it's it's a lot of fun right and you know it's it's more simple now than it has ever been before and people should not be afraid um you don't need a million dollars to make a movie you know if you have a story and a um and uh just me all you need is all you need is creativity a story some friends and one of these that's all you need literally i have this i have a you know iphone too so you know i, so I that's, love that's that. that's all you that's all, all you, you need. need there you go you don't even necessarily need a you don't even necessarily need a, a a an iphone do it with an android or do it with you know i mean uh like a canon ti6 or something like that a cheap a cheap uh dslr that that does 1080p um filming um on their on the camera that's all you need i mean you know who david sandberg is don't you i've heard the name shazam shazam and annabelle creation he started out you should check it out pony smasher on youtube pony smasher on youtube the lights out that movie lights out yeah i've seen i've seen it on youtube that create that was created from one of his shorts and he was basically approached and asked to make a feature Mm -hmm. there you go so i mean that's all it takes going Um, out there and doing what you love yep exactly so i i love that and hopefully more people will see these you know shorts and uh and get you guys some attention and hopefully you guys will continue doing what you're doing yeah well thank you for having us all right no problem thank you if you guys will stick around um everybody else thank you guys for listening and uh uh check us back in uh two more weeks until then bye